0: Hello everyone, so just a quick disclaimer that in this episode we do discuss mass murder, which includes the killing of children. Other than that, enjoy. Paging all associates, please come to the conference room for a little conversation. Hello and welcome to our little conversation for this Thursday, at whatever point of the day we get to posting this. We are going to do these uh, little conversations every week or so. And um, I'm going to let Carson go ahead and describe where the term little conversation comes from.
1: So my best friend sometimes can't think of the words or phrases for what something actually is. (laughs) And she was trying to describe small talk. (laughs) And she said, you know, little conversation. So... That's where we are.
0: We are going to do these little conversations every week that are going to be less, well, I guess they're serious topics, but they're going to be different from our normal discussions just because they are, could be wacky sometimes or they could be um, pretty serious, like next week, uh, short preview. But we have a pretty cool interview coming to you all next week uh, that I would highly recommend listening to. And you'll hear more about that Monday, but the interview will not be up until next Thursday. So... that on your calendars but for right now we're going to talk about our first little conversation which has to do with cults
1: yes
0: (laughs) um full disclosure we are not (laughs) this every episode we say what we are not we are not (laughs) investigative reporters we are not anything more than people who are interested in things Carson and I talked and I think I'm going first this week so um, I'm going to first read from a journal written by my grandmother uh, my late grandmother who is now deceased which will get into the cult that I will be talking about so in 1960 the U.S. opened for immigration through the church world of service we applied at the end of 1960 at the American Embassy in Rotterdam. They had a picture hanging of the families who applied with short family history. She goes on to talk about how any church could uh, have their choice uh, as long as they promised housing and a job for the family that they sponsored. So my uh, family, my father's family, got sponsored uh, to come to America And uh, on March 27th, 1961, they uh, left the Amsterdam airport and landed in New York on March 28th, 1961. And they got their green cards there. And then the church that sponsored them came and picked them up. And my grandma writes that it was the Christian church in Indianapolis. And the minister was Jim Jones. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and for those of you who m- may not know the name Jim Jones, if you've ever heard the uh, term or the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid where uh, a mass suicide or mass murder was committed, um, then that is uh, where that term comes from. So... Um, this is why I'm did talking... Your,
1: did your grandma die because she drank the Kool-Aid? <laughs>
0: she did not, luckily. Okay. All so, right. long story short, they were supposed to have a job for my grandfather. They did not have a job for my grandfather. After a, a, a week of living um, with a member from the church who was the church organist, <laughs> my uh, cousin, or I guess my dad's cousin, from... Um, Columbus came, saw the conditions that they were in, saw that my grandmother, grandfather, aunt, and my dad were all living in one room and said, hey, come live with me in Columbus. And so they met with Jim Jones and his wife and were like, peace out, bro. We're leaving. So they got out after a week. They were lucky. But my grandma does go on to write that my family, uh, according to Jim Jones, was the first uh, family that they sponsored as a tryout. So, um, that's just an interesting little fact about my family and our connection to Jim Jones. Okay. So, um, I am going to talk about, if you haven't figured it out, the People's Temple where their leader, uh, or the leader, the minister there, um, was Jim Jones. And basically what I'm going to do is just talk about some major bullet points, some major facts, and carson uh feel free to cut in when you when you see fit um i'm not going to spend too much time on it and we should note that these little conversations um are going to be more uh condensed versions if you need or want to know more about these cults we highly recommend doing your own research taking time and um i'm sure there are other people who have delved way deeper in these but we, we just uh found a couple facts about them that we found interesting and uh, are things that we just wanted to talk about. So
1: yeah, you can you can look them up online. <laughs> you could go to a meeting.
0: Yeah, yeah. You could join. Yeah, you can you can join a call. See how it is. Test it out for yourself. Let us know. Yeah. let us know. Tweet at us uh, again. Our <laughs> our Twitter is at Associates underscore <laughs> Pod. <laughs> Um, But I do I do want to shout out. So shout out to my grandmother for taking super meticulous notes on their whole journey from the um, from Papua New Guinea to the Netherlands to America. Um, And so shout out to her. Shout out to Wikipedia, our Lord and Savior. Shout out to the book The Road to Jonestown, Uh, Jim Jones and People's Temple by Jeff Gun Goon Gun I don't know it's G Gwen. It's is that Gwen Gwen. Is <laughs> Gwen. That... <It's... laughs> yes, that's A- Gwen. Thank you. And PBS.com. God bless all Ooh. of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> PBS is my favorite. What's your grandma's name? can are you want, do you want to share that?
0: Um so her name is or was is was um Christine.
1: She, no, that's actually really cool.
0: And I can just I imagine her. And my grandfather, um, who I never knew, he passed away before I was born, but I can imagine her, uh, this like 90 pound little Asian lady meeting with Jim Jones and his wife and being like, you (laughs) promised us a job, we are leaving, (laughs) we are out of here, why the hell did we trek all over uh, Atlantic Ocean? (laughs) to come here to be with your church. Okay, so some of my facts. The first major fact I want to talk about is Kool-Aid. So uh, you hear the term drinking the Kool-Aid, which is in reference to the Jonestown Massacre that occurred. And the main thing that I want to impress upon you all is that it was not Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So... (laughs) Flavorade doesn't have as
1: much of a... Because, like, Kool-Aid?
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) You were supposed to bust through the wall and tell me that. Come on, Carson. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) So my first thing is that the phrase (laughs) drinking the Kool-Aid is an incorrect phrase. Um, It should be drinking the flavorade. So let everyone know that in order to, you know, impress upon people that they're joining a call or uh have group think that they are in fact drinking the flavor aid and not drinking the kool-aid okay so that was my first fact well i guess yeah after my personal connection fact my second one is that leading up to the uh mass mass murder mass suicide and i should note so um i'm I, A lot of discussion has happened um, regarding whether it was a mass suicide or a mass murder. Right now, the common consensus, the overall consensus is that it was a mass murder because people were um, not only um, taken advantage of, but also forced, many were forced to drink the Flavor-Aid with the cyanide in it. So like,
1: like physically forced, like someone shoved it down their throat.
0: Correct. And, um, okay, well, yeah, well, that's
1: for sure well, I guess
0: I, sh- I shouldn't say shove it down their throat. They use syringes, Espe- oh. especially Ooh. on, are you ready for this? And we should have, this definitely are you gonna
1: say needs- babies. Are you going to say babies? <laughs> no. This needs a disclaimer. I ready for this. This
0: needs a trigger warning. This uh, just
1: got so sad. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> I don't know
1: how I didn't know that the cult killed babies.
0: Yeah, they killed children, um, and so there were some willing participants, but mo- overall, um, it was a mass murder, and that is a common misconception that it was a, a mass suicide. Um, and so,
1: so wait, why did they? Why did they drink it? What was the reason or purpose?
0: Good question. So Congressman Leo Ryan. Um, came down with a film crew about a week prior, or a couple of days prior to it. And they were, they, they at first, they, meaning Jonestown, were not going to let them in. We're not going to let Congressman Ryan and the journalists in. But. <laughs> after you
1: can stick it to the man. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: but after conversations, they let him in. And Congressman Ryan was super surprised because he was like, hey, they're like, really nice here and they have like a, a, a nice community going on and all this but at one of the evening gatherings um one of the congregates who wanted to leave um, and this is one thing you'll know about cults it's very hard to leave them once you're in them slipped a note to who they thought was congressman ryan it turned out to be one of the um one of the news crew and uh it was a note basically saying hey i want to leave Uh, but then this person let Leo or Congressman Ryan know, uh, his name is Leo Ryan. That's why I said Leo. Um, but let him know. And so he started to get a group together to leave. Um, so the next day they were going to leave for the airport and go. And at first Jim Jones wasn't going to allow them to leave, but then he was like, okay, okay, I'm going to let you leave. And there's this infamous, what's now referred to as the death tape where um jim jones goes on one of his long sermons and i shouldn't even call it a sermon it's just a long diatribe about well just listen to it um but this is when (laughs) congressman ryan has left uh for the airport and one of um one of jim jones's right hand man uh went with them and that was surprising um and confusing um His last name was Layton. I don't remember his first name. But anyway, uh, he went with them. And the other people that were, like, trying to uh, escape were like, don't let him come. He's, like, best friends with Jimmy. Um, And uh, (laughs) they were like, uh, don't let him come. So then, anyway, they did. And um, at the airport, once the airplane took off, Um, this fella, uh, took out a gun and shot the congressman and shot, um, all the other people in the plane. And that was when the mass suicide happened, mass murder happened. Um, and, um...
1: They were, they were, like, uh, simultaneous
0: happening
1: uh, at the same time?
0: Yes, yes. So, um, there's, I'm messing up the timeline somewhat here because I don't have all of this written down. Um, because... The main thing I wanted to impress upon everyone was the fact that Leo Ryan was only the second sitting member of the U.S. House of Representatives to be assassinated in office. He was um, he was the first to be killed off or out of American soil. Um, Carson, can you name the first congressman who was assassinated? In America, sitting. Bernie Sanders. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very close though. Same, basically the same age. Same age. Yeah. <laughs> it was 1868. It was Congressman James M. Hines, and do you do you, any guesses oh, that was about who killed him? my second guess. Any guesses?
1: Um, um, also Jim Jones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jones is a time traveler. No. It was the Klan, the KKK, Ooh. because they killed him for supporting civil rights for former slaves.
1: How dare he?
0: Yes. So,
1: um Okay, so I'm trying to process this. So mm-hmm. remind me when was all of this happening? The the 60s?
0: Um correct. Sorry, I Okay. Um the one day I didn't write down was when the actual massacre happened, um, which was so, <laughs> in... I'm
1: asking the hard-hitting questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got me stumped. 1978. Oh. hmm
1: Okay. So, actually, pretty, pretty late. Like, I wasn't quite born, but... Yes. Not A- that far off.
0: A- um, any other questions?
1: Yeah, so I'm wondering... Uh, Because I don't know very much about, like, obviously I know enough to, like, do the little funny, like, drink the Kool-Aid references or whatever, but that's about my knowledge of Jim Jones. Um, So I'm wondering how closely this ties into that episode of Madam Secretary, where uh, her husband goes to, like south america or something yeah and it's like a call and they're like all about to kill themselves and he like gets in and saves some people it's
0: a very dramatized version that i wouldn't even compare it to
1: oh okay hollywood (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) but no i've i've seen that episode i love that episode um but so the 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 main difference between there and uh, for those of you who haven't seen Madam Secretary, spoiler spoiler alert, her husband um, uses religion and um, ethics oh. to um, get him to step down, right? To not uh, move forward, even though then they do and whole thing, blah, blah, blah. But Jim Jones, while he was a religious man, because he was a minister, his big thing was using religion to propagate communism. Um and the idea of um, the, the community working together. So that was the idea behind Jonestown was that everyone gave up everything and worked towards this common goal of, uh, uh, of, of working together uh, and that sort of a thing. Now he used this. Go ahead. Do you have a question?
1: Well, in theory, it's not a bad idea, I feel like.
0: The issue. It sounds nice. It sounds nice. (laughs) I I
1: join a cult. You don't hear from me for two years.
0: (laughs) Oh God, Carson. So.
1: Jim Jones hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Call me.
0: Well, he's dead now. Um, So, (laughs) Jim Jones. The one. A couple of things about him. He used faith healings because he saw it uh, at a a Southern Baptist church. He saw this and he was like, hey, I'm going to use that to get followers. And so he had trusted advisors at that point who um, he was also sleeping with. But that's a whole nother thing. Um, (laughs) But he would have them in the audience or have plants in the audience who he would then cure their tumors by pulling out chicken fat out of their throat. And what? It, would, it would look like a tumor and people would be like, oh my God, he did it. Um, and a lot of things to note so about- So
1: he was a magician.
0: <laughs> Basically, yes. Jim, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jones was a magician.
1: <laughs> the OG David Blaine. Yes. But because he's a man, he wasn't put on trial like <laughs> the Salem witches.
0: Correct correct
1: oh the history is all unfolding (laughs) i get it
0: uh but okay so just a couple other things i want to note real quick and then we'll be done with jonestown and the people's temple (laughs) one jim jones jr um one of jim jones's adopted children which jim jones and his wife adopted many children because they wanted to have what they called a rainbow family. So they adopted children of all different races. And that should also be noted that his congregation was very much, um, desegregated, um, and, uh, largely black. Um, but he, uh, used the black community, uh, in a way, uh, to, to propagate himself and to gain his own wealth. So he would, um, convince his congregates to um, sign over their social security checks over to the church and that sort of thing. Thus, mm. you know, cults anyway. So um, the other thing, the people's temple uh, before they went to Jonestown were a quote, potent political force in San Francisco, um, supporting um, such politicians, such as Harvey Milk. Um, and <laughs> and interesting uh, yes because uh jim jones could mobilize the black community to vote or vote against um certain candidates or issues so uh before they had a bunch of issues and then flew to flew fled to ghana um to escape uh what they perceived to be persecution so a couple other big things uh i guess two or three big things i want to talk about one were white knights. So white knights were um, them basically prepping for mass suicide where they would blare a alarm at middle of the night, wake everyone up and get them prepared to commit mass suicide. All, like the, the U.S. is coming for us. We need to drink before they come to kill us. So they f- basically faked um, committing the mass suicide uh, with these what they called white knights um
1: wait oh wait hold on mm -hmm. so let's say like we're i'm I'm trying to like understand this so you and i are in the cult
0: yep we're there and
1: they wake us up in the middle of the night yep and tell us they just like where are we getting this flavor aid from
0: they're getting it flown in so they okay. have millions of dollars in assets because everything, again, everything that the congregates owned is signed over to the church and any of their like social security checks, any of their Alma, anything that they owned became the churches because they were living in a, a communal um, situation. The church was, was, was there to take care of them.
1: So that was my next question is like this communal situation. Is it like, are they in like one massive apartment building?
0: I mean, or... it's it's multiple buildings.
1: Like a like a warehouse kind of situation.
0: <laughs> well, well, it's in it's in Ghana. I'm not sure so why I need to understand. This it's like so heavily much. heavily fortress, or not fortress. But it's heavily fortress. It's like a forest. So there's a lot of oh, like.
1: Okay, so it's like huts.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, so, okay. it was not comfortable. It was, like, hot and muggy. I'm, like, I'm like talking like I was there. From what I've read and what I've heard, it was, like, hot, <laughs> muggy, gross. Um, everyone smelled. Actually, that is a complete, like, fabrication on my part. I'm assuming <laughs> everyone smelled because, let's be Your real. Your
1: grandma's, like, it
0: was hot, muggy, <laughs> gross, and everyone smelled. <laughs> yes, she wrote that <laughs> in the book. My grandmother was not at Jonestown. Um, but, Okay. So two other things I want to hit on, and these things are completely lighthearted. And again, I I heavily recommend um, The Road to Jonestown by Jeff, what was his last name? Gwen? Gwen. Um, It is a very good book and lays all this out much more in depth than me. But Jim Jones Jr., I I started talking about him a long time ago and then never finished the story, (laughs) but he survived because he was away at a basketball tournament and the only reason i bring that up nice. was when i asked my father about meeting jim jones when he was a nine-year-old he said to me the only thing i remember is playing basketball with his son
1: oh <laughs> kind of cute i don't know i just
0: imagine my i'm
1: like oh cults are cute
0: (laughs) i just imagine my father not being able to speak english and just like playing basketball with with the minister's son like oh i guess this is america (laughs)
1: like okay so cults are are serious and it's obviously a serious issue but at the same time like some of some of the things, like the fact that they sponsored your family to come over. Yeah. And, like, I, that's that's pretty neat.
0: I owe my life to Jim Jones. Uh, oh, God. Kind that, of. That it's, it's,
1: <laughs> Jim Jones rises from the grave and he's like, what did you say? Yeah. You'll kill for me? Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, okay. And the final thing I wanted to talk about with Jim Jones was the fact that Um, He was at least bisexual, if not gay. Um, He would regularly tell members that came up to him that were like, hey, I think I'm having homosexual thoughts. (laughs) He would tell them that he would fuck the gay out of them. (laughs) Oh, no. Or, and I (laughs) made... Jim Jones. I honestly maybe you dirty dog. I may be paraphrasing, but it's something along those lines, and I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, Christ, he was superstar. Jim Jones. For him. <laughs> can you um, can you give us those seven signs of a call? All right, ready. Hit me.
1: One, opposing critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Two, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving. Mm-hmm. Three. Emphasizing special doctrines outside scripture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Four seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. Mm-hmm. Five, dishonoring the family unit. Mm-hmm. Six, crossing biblical boundaries of behavior. Yep. And seven, separation from the church.
0: Okay. Thank you. And we will leave you with those seven things. Um and uh, if you find yourself in a cult, ask yourself those seven questions. Uh,
1: if you find yourself in a cult, call 1-800-STEAMER. <laughs> Stanley Steamer, makes your home cleaner.
0: This episode sponsored by Stanley Steamer. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, Carson, I, I have nothing left. Do you have anything?
1: that's the end bye
0: (laughs) bye tune in in two weeks to hear part two of our cult series bye now